This ain't jump. This ain't slam. The name of this record is Bounce. What's up, everybody? Jack Maloney back with Friendly Bounce, Hardwood Proxism, Basketball Network. We're here for our special season preview podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about the Phoenix Suns. Um, my guy Taylor Smith is here with me tonight. Taylor, what's your uh, sort of general thought on the Suns as they uh, try to finally break through the, to the playoff picture? It's kind of a random mix of talent. It's hard to really get an idea of what to make of it. They have the parts to play a super high pace like they do, like they always have, it mm-hmm. seems, back to the D'Antoni days, but not sure they have enough to make the playoffs in the West. If they were in the East, though, I'd probably say they're like a surefire playoff right. team, but that doesn't really matter, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that seems like there's a lot of teams in the West like that. So last year, they were 39-43, and 43, just missed the playoff, playoffs again. They were 10th in the West. Uh, they lost Marcus Morris. Um, Brandon Wright is gone. Uh, the, but they brought in Tyson Chandler, uh, Mirza Toledovic. Tal- Apparently, John Luer is on the team now. He was dunking on, on Boogie the other day. I didn't even know he was on the Suns, but he is definitely on the Suns. Um, and then they drafted Devin Booker, who is a lights-out shooter. Um, but I don't know how much he's actually going to play for them this year. So... Yeah, like you said, it's kind of like a random, like, the Tyson Chandler thing, I don't know, like, I felt like that was a really weird signing, like, it's like he doesn't really, like, I just have a hard time picturing him with the Suns, I don't, it doesn't really make, that doesn't really make yeah. sense, but, like, I don't, like, it's like, I don't see him as a, a Phoenix Suns guy, I don't know, that, it doesn't really make any sense at all, but. I just, think it would have made sense for them, like, three years ago during his peak, mm-hmm. you know, time, right after the Mavs won the title and went to New York. But nowadays, they seem to be rebuilding, and yeah. they got Bledsoe, and they traded for Brandon Knight. They sacrificed a lot to get Brandon Knight. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have Alex Lynn, who's shown signs of being right. pretty capable, possible two-way player. But I guess now he's stuck behind Tyson Chandler for another year or four, or three, however many years he signed for, but right. I don't know, it is really random. They have a super young team, and then one veteran leader, yeah. it seems, with Tyson. So, <laughs> yeah, it's almost it like... It seemed like that might have been... Go on. It's like Bledsoe is like the vet, almost, in a way. I Like, looking over their roster, I, I don't really see anyone who I think's played more than besides Chandler and Bledsoe, like, and Bledsoe is, what, like, 26? Like, that's that's a really young team. It's, it is a weird fit for Chandler. I I don't know. I guess he can be, like, a mentor for Len. I mean, he's a vet. He knows, he knows what's going on. He's won titles. He's been in different cities. It's a good person to learn from. It happened on, like, the first day of free agency. Yeah. It seemed like, oh, the Suns are going to be making all these coordinated moves now. They got their center for the time being. Maybe they're going to actually make moves and right. try and go for it now. But then 
got John Luer, Mirza Toledovic, Henry Sims is there. Drafted Devin Booker. Yeah. It's a bunch of just kind of filling roster spots moves. It yeah. doesn't seem like they really tried to improve the team a ton. Yeah, I'm not even entirely sure who Henry Sims is. Um, <laughs> He's been rotting on the Sixers for a couple of years. So. Okay, well, there, there you go. That explains um, But yeah, it's, it's like... You remember a few years ago when there was like the rumors that they're possibly like on the fringe of the Le- LeBron sweepstakes, and then like this year, yeah. it like seemed like they. I don't know how real it was, but like they were almost in on Lamarcus. Like they bought that huge banner, <laughs> that huge banner to unveil, uh, in the in their downtown, and then like the next day he signed with the Spurs. Um, yeah. But I don't know, like, how... It seems like they're always kind of, like, supposedly in and, like, pitching these free agents, but no one ever actually shows up except for Chandler, obviously. But, um, but yeah, now... Like, if you get LaMarcus, I guess the, the Chandler deal makes more sense because you, you're trying to push yourself as a playoff team. It's like Chandler can help there, but now... Without all, without getting Aldridge, it's kind of just a waste. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like maybe the Aldridge thing. Like I was saying, like, okay, now they're gonna make a bunch of different moves, and this will propel them, and right, it'll be a selling point for other free agents. And then <laughs> they didn't get anybody. No. if they had gotten Aldridge, they would have signed a thirty-three-year-old center and a thirty-year-old power forward. Right, neither it's... of which really has three-point range. <laughs> I'm sure it would have worked fine because Tyson worked next to Dirk, and Dirk was mostly a long-two mm-hmm. type guy when they were together, and it was great. But even then, like even if they had gotten Aldridge, would they be any better than like seventh in the West? No, but like they w- they wouldn't have been better than last year's Blazers team. Like, right? It's I don't know. It's it's tough though because like, what are you gonna do if you're the Suns? You got Bledsoe. And you got Knight and Markeith Morris, and you're good enough that you're gonna fight for a playoff spot. Like, and there's a there's like teams that are way worse than you in the West, and certainly teams in the East that are way worse. Like, you're not gonna get a top five or six pick. I I don't know what you're really supposed to do because it's tough. Like, you can't just give up on Bledsoe. Like, he's so good, but he's also not good enough if you don't have like any other stars around him so I I mean it's a really tough spot to be in I guess I don't really know what they could have done better but yeah it's a tough position to be in because they seemed they seemed a few years ago like they were it was like two years ago it's like oh the Suns like this was the year like they just missed but like now they're on the right path and now they've kind of just plateaued it seemed it seems like the Dragic thing last year really kind of torpedoed them. Yeah. He came out of nowhere and demanded a trade. Like, what? <laughs> Goran Dragic is taking this hardline stance. He seems so friendly. <laughs> and then wanting to... He's putting a list together. Like, he want, he has to go to Miami or New York or wherever. And if they'd been able to keep him, at least, on a reasonable contract, then they might have had something going forward. I like Brandon Knight. Yeah. I think he's 
comparable in terms of potential and stuff, but they had to give up a pretty high lottery pick, I think, to get him. And uh, yeah, he was I don't in know, it the, like the plan. Kind of just got torn down. That uh, that trade last year was so bizarre with with Knight and MCW and yeah, I forget who else was even involved, but like I remember Isaiah Thomas, right? Yeah, yeah, Isaiah Thomas, and like no one. No one really could figure out like who was going where for a few minutes. Like, it was just like all these yeah. guys. Like, everyone was like, "This trade happened," and like, uh, but they're just like, "Yeah, these guys are moving, and we don't really know where." But like, it happened. Like, they're traded. But, but yeah, that was that was kind of a failed experiment, I guess, in the end, with the with all the point guards, but. I mean, you took a shot at it, it's, and you're a team like Phoenix, who's not gonna, not gonna get a superstar as we've seen. Like you kind of got to take a chance and experiment with something like that, and it, it didn't work. But I mean, it's better than just kind of running out the same old, same old team that's gonna finish in the middle of the pack in the West. Like, mm-hmm. I like. Yeah, we heard- stuff last year, I think it started like after the first couple of games that Isaiah Thomas was unhappy with being coming or being a reserve and stuff and how he thought he should be starting and how he thought he should be getting more shots and <laughs> also how Eric Bledsoe didn't like that Isaiah Thomas was a ball dominant guard. Goran Dragic is also there. It was a weird thing to begin with that they signed Thomas to I think like a four year deal. Mm-hmm just because of what they had already. I guess they were planning on Dragic maybe leaving, but then they traded Thomas at the same time they yeah. traded Dragic. <laughs> and they got Knight back. So now they have a reasonable number of starting point guards. <laughs> but Bledsoe's not really a point guard, so I kind of like that he's yeah. probably going to be starting a shooting guard. But <sighs> the rest of the roster looks weird. Like We think of Marquise Morris as a stretch he type four, but mm-hmm. he's not a very good three-point shooter. I think he shot... 30, yeah, he shot 31% from three last year. Yeah, that's, is, uh, that's not good. Not what you want. Yes, so I guess we should talk about Morris. Do you, I mean, at this point, he's, he's going to start the season on the team. Like, they're not going to trade him. They've already started playing preseason games. I don't, I don't see him getting traded at this point, like, before the season starts. But do you think he finishes the year on the Suns? No, it seemed really abrupt. So he's throwing this tantrum all summer about trading Marcus Morris and how he's wanting to get out of Phoenix. And then uh, once training camp begins, he's suddenly like, yeah, this is Ron O'Bee. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Really? Where'd I... that come from? <laughs> what changed? <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think I believe you, Marquise. <laughs> oh. He's totally just trying to put on a good face for training camp and to yeah. <laughs> come off a good teammate and stuff, but it seems pretty evident based on all the things he's done, tweeting about how he doesn't want to be there, that uh, he'll be dealt at some point. But the thing is, the Suns have no leverage. If they know right. a guy wants to be out, everyone else knows it. Uh, Keith is a pretty talented player, but he's also pretty limited at this point. And, uh, you know, if they can get him, if some team can get him on a bargain-type deal to get him and see what he can do, then it makes right. sense. But the Suns aren't really going to be getting much in return unless he comes out and 
so that he can actually be the stretch four that he's purported to be. Yeah, I mean, he he had, like, some really good games for them last year. I I mean, I don't, I don't watch the Suns, you know, all the time. Um, I'm not exactly, like, an expert, but, I mean, he can play, like, he can score for sure. I just, yeah, the, the shooting numbers is not great. Um, and like you said, the the Suns really are just going to have to kind of dump him in a way um, if they want to get rid of him. Because why, why if you're another team, are are you going to give up you know a first round pick or you know some talent in return when you've seen how he conducts himself when he's not happy? Like that's not that's not really someone you necessarily want to bring into the fold unless. Unless you're like a playoff team that's desperate, you know, someone gets hurt and all of a sudden you need, you just need someone to, I don't know, say like, say like Zach Randolph gets hurt. I, I mean, that's just off the top of my head. That doesn't really fit necessarily. But, you know, someone like a small forward or a, a stretch four gets hurt and all of a sudden you're, you're desperate for somebody, then maybe you just roll the dice on Markeith. But, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a Ty Lawson situation where they're going to have to sell pretty low on him yeah. when they could have gotten something more substantial in return if they'd done it sooner. But right. I don't know. They're kind of in a bind with that, which is a whole new aspect of why this thing is such a weird roster. And I, I like Hornacek. I think that you know the history is there that shows that he's a pretty capable coach. But... Mm-hmm. I just don't know. There's so many question marks, it seems. Like, T.J. Warren, is he going to play? Right. P.J. Tucker is still there. He's a decent player, but he's like a 6'5 power forward yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it's... And then, like, Archie Goodwin has, like, been a prospect for like four years or whatever. He's still just, like, hanging around. Like, is Booker going to get minutes? Like, I think you'd want to give you know, Booker a chance to play, but, like, you also kind of want to see what Goodwin's doing, like, I don't know what they're going to do there, and, you know, then they got Toledovich sitting on the bench, who's, you know, a very capable player, like, it's a, it's like an odd bunch, I I don't know how they're going to wind up, you know, divvying out the minutes um, in some of those spots, but I, it's definitely a team, like, that's on... You know, late at night, I'll try to check out sometimes just for, you know, Bledsoe and and Brandon Knight and Alex Lynn are fun. But I just, I don't think they have enough to to get over that hump to to get into the playoffs. No, it seems like their best chance might have been a couple years ago when they won 49 games or whatever and yeah. still missed the playoffs. Yeah, but that was brutal. The roster seems... I mean, not that anyone expected that roster to compete that year, because I think everyone thought they would be horrible. But yeah, right. The roster now looks pretty barren in terms of you know depth and stuff. I think Toledovich is good, like you were saying, and I think that if they were to deal Morris, then Toledovich is a pretty easy guy to slide in there. Mm-hmm. But he's thirty already. Right. It's not like he's the future of the power forward position <laughs> for that either. So I don't know. <clears throat> I could see them sinking in the playoffs just because the kind of middle part of the West is really unclear. Right. And someone will probably rise up out of nowhere. Denver is a possibility. Mm-hmm. 
like we talked about on that podcast, but I don't know. Yeah, the whole thing, the 2015 Phoenix Suns. I don't know. That's it. (laughs) That's that's a good place to end it. That's a wrap. (laughs) I'm Jack. It's my guy Taylor. Here's our boy DJ Las Latino playing us out. Peace. This ain't jump. This ain't slam. The name of this record is bounce.